welcome to the Uncharted Entrepreneurs Podcast. If you're ready to tap into your God-given strengths, discover simple success strategies, and set that dream that's buried in your soul free, this podcast is for you. Hi, I'm your host, Sherry Miter, and I went from building a chimney cleaning business with my husband to ranking in the top 1% as a leader in network marketing to finally finding my true calling as a business coach. I'm passionate about helping others navigate the sea of business and life as they discover the true freedom of being an uncharted entrepreneur. If you're ready to leave the daily grind behind and enjoy life on your terms, let's untie those dock lines and set sail. We are going into uncharted territory. Welcome to the show, Lauren. I'm so excited that you're here today. And for those that don't know, Lauren is my daughter-in-law or daughter-in-love, we like to say. And uh, I'm so excited to have her on the show to talk today about her focus, which is an executing theme. And I'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute. But Lauren, I would love for you to just introduce yourself and share about all of the things that you do have going on in your life right now. All right. Hi, my name is Lauren. I am married to Jeremy, Sherry's middle son. Um, I am a special education teacher and an autism specialist. I'm also a mom to a almost two-year-old and a four-year-old. And I am also um, in quarantine, I became a personal trainer and I'm working on becoming a certified nutritionist as well. Great. Yep. And you have a lot of, a lot of things going on in your life. (laughs) (laughs) And I know we've also talked about too, you've also uh, started a book on fitness and talk just a little bit about that, how you're, you're bringing in both of your passions into um, an idea that you've had as well. Sure. Um, So my idea is to create a book um, that is kind of like a generalized workout program and nutrition guide for individuals with severe special needs in the area of autism. So I find that a lot of the children that I've worked with are very picky eaters. Um, No different than my own kids. They're very picky as well. So I've developed some tips and tricks along the way of working with um, these children over the past nine years of how to help them uh, just live a healthier life and eat better and get moving a little bit more. So I'm hoping I can put that all in a book some way that it will be useful and helpful for people. Yeah, I definitely think, you know, when that time comes, <laughs> that, mm-hmm. that's going to be an awesome resource for so many families. Yeah. And, you know, when I look at your top five, which are achiever, competition, focus, individualization, and strategic, like they all play so well for what you do in all the areas of your life. And I'm excited to kind of jump into focus to focus on this session. And then we are also going to have another session where we talk about your strategic and how they all do help you get all the things done so beautifully the way you do. Um, So today with the focus, I'm going to read the description from Clifton Strengths for focus. It says people with strong focus talents prioritize and then take action. They set goals that serve 
as their compass, helping them determine priorities and make alterations when needed to get back on course. Their focus is powerful because it forces them to filter. They instinctively evaluate each action before taking it to decide whether it will help them reach their goal. In the end, strong focus talents push them to be efficient. They are extremely valuable team members because their single-mindedness enhances the speed and quality of their performance and keeps the team on track. And when you hear all of that, what do you think about as far as even in the past or in your current situation now, where does that play into your life? Well, it all just makes sense. Like when I hear that, I'm like, yes, that's exactly me. That's exactly what I'm doing. Um, I think it's just, it, it's, I'm able to know where I want to get, but I know what needs to be done first. So I focus on, you know, like, what do I need to do now to set myself up for it? Um, and like, where am I headed? So I'm always asking myself, what do I, I'm very like a forward thinker. I'm always thinking, where do I want to go next with things? Um, and I'm able to focus on that. And if it's something that I want, I will get it. There's no, there's no doubt in my mind. Um, and I've been in situations where I've started things and I, I realize, like, oh, this isn't quite for me. And then I lose focus on that. But when I know that there's something that I need to or want to achieve, I get it done. Um, I think it just, it's, it just goes with both of the the ideas and careers that I have kind of developed. Um, working with children with special needs. I know that that's my passion and I have gotten myself um, extra certifications and I've just done more research and I'm continuously learning and trying to get better because that's my focus. Um, and then fitness, I've always been interested in it and I realized like I want to be better at it. So my focus was to get better. I became a personal trainer. I'm working on the nutrition piece so that I have the knowledge um, and understanding to really move forward. And then that's where my bigger focus will be of putting together a book of both of those passions. I love that. And I'm going to read and so much of what you just shared. It's as I'm looking at this, it's like, yep, she does that. She does that. Uh, it says people dominant in the focus theme, take direction, follow through and make the corrections necessary to stay on track. <laughs> they prioritize, right. then act. They set goals that keep them effective and efficient. They persevere until the goal is achieved and they instinctively honor timelines and commitments. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and thinking back, can you even see how focus, you may not have known it was focus, even as a, a youth, do you remember like this playing in your life and other areas as well? I think the biggest area for me when I was younger was um, school. I was not interested in school. I did not want to go to school. I did not want to learn, um, but I knew I had to do it. And my parents really put that in my mind that like you need to finish high school. And then, you know, and then they, they also guided me to go to college too. And that's really, once I got to college is where I found my passion. But that is something like, I know I have deadlines that I need to meet and I can flounder along the way, but I get things done when they need to be done. And I'm also very planned about it. Like I, I, I'm able to break things down into smaller tasks. Um, but yeah, I think just even as a child, like when I was not interested in going to school, that's what really helped me push through and get through, get to where I am. Mm. 
I love that. Um, some of the theme contrast is focus says, I have a goal, where somebody with futuristic says, I have a dream. Somebody with focus says, I have a goal I plan to reach. <laughs> and discipline says, I have a plan to reach my goal. I think for me, um, if I think of something as a dream, I just, it's not attainable to me. So when people say dream big, like I, you know, that's fun and all, but I need a goal. I need, I need to know how am I going to get there? What's my first step? So that's, that's the big one for me is phrasing things as a goal and not a dream. Interesting. Yeah. And that's something that I want if for the listeners, if you have a team that you're responsible for in a work situation or even family members, any type of where you're working with somebody else, this is why it's so powerful to know what their strengths are because for some people, they have to dream first. Uh, And for other people, it's the word goal. It's the same outcome. Right. But it's how we go about it that causes us to have success or not. And it's so important to know what verbiage to use with people and how to motivate them, especially when you are working with a team and even ourselves, it's knowing that, yeah, what, what gets you motivated. So that's great. It took a while for me to figure that out. Like I would, I would think like, oh, this is something I want to do. This is something I've always dreamed about doing. Um, But then I never, I never put it in as like, no, I'm going to do this. This is my goal. And that's what's going to happen. So it's, it's been pretty powerful to make that switch for me. And I think that happened probably right. um, Beginning of college, I'd say second year of college, I decided like, you know, I'm, I'm going to graduate. I'm going to do something bigger with my life than just messing around and, you know, not wanting to be here, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. So how do you keep track of your goals? your progress towards your goals? So for me, um, I think this could be also part of being a special ed teacher. One of the things that we need to focus on is taking a big task and breaking it down into smaller ones. What are the prerequisites that need to be done before we get to this goal? So for me, um, you know, so right now I'm, I'm trying to get my nutritionist certification and it's, it's a lot of information. And for me right now, while I'm working, it's just, it's a lot um, to be studying and also going to work and doing all of my duties at work that I need to do and also being a mom too. <laughs> um, so I find that for me, I have a deadline. I need to take it, take the test by June 3rd. So that's when things need to be done. So I'm good with a deadline, but for me, I'm breaking things down. Um, I'm going to do a certain amount of chapters each week. I'm going to study those. I'm going to master those. And then I move forward. Um, but it's really any goal like that. I just take things and I break them down into smaller tasks and I take things week by week or day by day even. Yeah. And that's one of the things I've noticed and admired about you, Lauren, is you are okay with things taking a little longer, as long as you're moving towards that. Yes. Some people like it's got to happen yesterday. And if it didn't happen, then forget it. Whereas you're okay, you set those realistic yeah. goals and timelines to achieve your goals. That's part of that mindset of if I want it, it's going to happen. <laughs> there's, uh-huh. there's no way around it. 
<laughs> even if it takes a little while. With right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. And I know at work, you do have a team that you work with. How has your focus helped keep the team on task? I think it's good because I am able to break things down for us. I'm able to think about what comes next, but then our steps that we need to take to get there. Um, this isn't really focus related, but I'm very organized and that, I mean, that might be focus related too, but I'm very organized. So I think that that helps us um, to realize where we need to be by the end of a month or by the end of a week. Yeah. Um, and when did you become first, as I know, we, you know, talked about strengths and I don't even remember, was that the first experience you had with strengths or have you done, did you, do, were you introduced to strength finders before? I took the test when uh, Jeremy uh, took the test. He had to take it for the military. Um, they wanted to know his, his strengths. So I was like, this is really cool. And I was really interested because when he read off everything to me and he read the, the descriptions, it matched him. And I was like, I see this in you. So I really wanted to know what my top five were. Um, and so I took the, the quiz um, probably a few weeks before we talked about it, but yeah. It was interesting. Mm -hmm. um, and one of the things with the strengths or talents is there's always a barrier side or a blind spot that we need mm -hmm. to be aware of. No matter what the theme is, <laughs> there's always that side. And some possible blind spots of the focus is they can appear to be inflexible and sometimes unapproachable. Um, have you ever experienced that or seen that in your life? Yeah, absolutely. That's also me. Um, definitely. That's something that I work on every day, especially in a team setting. Um, you know, it's hard. Like you, you, you have this idea of what needs to be done. You know how to do it. You know, you're going to get there. Um, but even going back to like, just phrasing things, dream or goal, that's something so small. Um, it seems like, but it's something so big to people. So for me, yes, it is. It's hard and it's difficult. Sometimes I do seem inflexible because I'm like, I know that this will work if you just give me time. <laughs> um, but it's something I work on. Yes. <laughs> um, how do you handle things then when it is, if there are delays in your goals and there's an obstacle or a dilemma that's keeping you from achieving your, your goal for that week or that month or that year? Um, so this, I can kind of talk about the book. So I had great momentum going over the summer when I was home and I wasn't at work every day. And I was like, I'm going to get this done. I'll be able to keep going. And the reality is that I couldn't, I just couldn't do everything that I wanted to do as good as I wanted to do it. So I had to just put a pause on it. And then now and then as things come up, I'm adding to it. So I know I'm still working on it. Um, just at a much slower pace. It's just kind of adapting to that situation of knowing that I will get there, but it's the patience of knowing that it just will take time. Hmm. Yeah. And I think that's such a, again, like I just said, the strong attribute of that focus and in how it plays all your other strengths come into play as well, that you are okay with moving at a yeah. slower pace than a lot of other people who would just say, screw it, you know, I can't do this and I'm just not even going to go for it anymore. But you keep the, the goal still there. Right. It's disappointing. Not going to lie. It is disappointing. I mean, I would have I would have liked to stay in the timeline that I had 
thought I would. Um, but, but it is, it's just one of those things I know I'll get it done. And it's hard for me to let go of things like that once I've started and I know that it's something that I want to do. Um, it's hard. It, I can't just let it go no matter the time that it takes. So that's something for me is I just always have to keep moving towards it, even if it's slow. Yeah, probably if, and if it's something you're that you feel strongly about. Yes. Because like I said, there's been things where I, I realize, you know, I've been totally into it. And then I realize, like, nope, this is not what I want. And I'm able to drop it. No problem. But there are things when I have that focus on it, I'm able to follow through. And even with the length of time it takes. Mm-hmm. And I think that's another great side with that focus too, that you can kind of prioritize that and realize like, nope, this is not the direction. Right. Yeah. I don't want to go in anymore. And, and you yeah. can recognize that and stop it and move back to what really matters in your life. Right. And sometimes that's disappointing too, because um, I do put so much into the things that I go after. Um, so when I decide to give something up, it's not a very easy decision for me. Um, but I know that that's just not what I need to do. So, And you're willing to try. Yeah. <laughs> Who um, have you had for mentors that kind of showed you how to use your focus or had similar traits before that you could follow? Um, I would not be surprised if my mom had focus in her top five. Uh, she went back to school to become a CPA, a certified public accountant when I was nine. So she was in college. She was taking classes at night after working all day. And my husband, or my, my brother, my husband, my brother was 12. So we were nine and 12. And my dad was, you know, doing a lot of like the dinner time and all of that. And it was hard for her to be away from us. And she was, I remember there were many Saturdays and Sundays where she would be studying her flashcards and I'd be like, mom, come on. And she'd be like, okay, hold on. And she would, she would set up aside a block of time and she would get it done. And she, and she did. So it was just seeing her. I think that was powerful too. When I was nine, seeing her doing this. So I was old enough to know, like she's working really hard in school, you know, because I was in school. So um, yeah, I would not be surprised if hers focus is right up there for her. Mm, that's a great example. And to have that role model, you know, yeah. I can definitely see that in you and in, in her too, with that. Yes. Yeah. yeah that's really good. Um, some of the suggestions here for really honing your focus talent into that strength is, and a lot you are already doing, you know, making sure you include timelines and measurements with your goals to show that you are making progress on them. Mm-hmm. Um, finding, find roles that have you function independently with your strong focus talents, you easily stay on track with little supervision. And I think you've kind of done that with your fitness business. <laughs> yeah. I think that that was like, you know, at school, it's a lot of, it's a very big team. So as much as I can focus and I can get far, um, and achieve things, I, I did, I needed to do something on my own too. And then another uh, suggestion here that's interesting is, is allow others to think, act, and talk less efficiently than you do. Sometimes their detours will lead to discoveries. That's interesting. Yeah. I've thought of things like that, but 
I mean, I guess in a way in the team setting at work, you know, when we're problem solving, um, sometimes I do just have to take a step back and let someone else figure things out and go that way for a bit. So, yeah. So you yeah. are do probably doing that yeah, without realizing it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then set goals in your personal life to help you balance your work and personal life objectives. And yeah, I think I, I'm finally reaching that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I remember it was not always that easy when I first started teaching. I'd be at school like all night. But it wasn't, I don't know, because I wanted to be. So it was just, I had to get myself together. So yeah, I'm working on it. And I think that is a challenge for a lot of young moms that are trying to balance it all or, and have harmony in it all. What tip would you give for somebody that is does have higher focus like you and or maybe they don't, but they have ambitions and they want to get some stuff done and they want to excel in everything? Um, it's a lot of time management. So um you know, a lot of my my workouts and everything that I'm doing, uh, that happens either before they wake up or after they're asleep. Um, same with a lot of my, my work for teaching. I need to do things either when they're sleeping or when they're uh, be before they've gotten up or when they're sleeping. But then, you know, there are days where I do have to get some work done and like, I just try to block out, okay, I'm going to do an hour of work and I'm just going to try to get that done and then I can go back to hanging out and playing all day. Um, but I mean, it's, it was just a natural swap for me. My kids are now my focus. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't that hard for me to um, put them as the priority. So I think it's just, I want to, but it's also hard because I want to make sure that I'm still as good at everything else that I was before. So that's just the time management piece is making sure I schedule that time mm. for them and for work. Yeah. And it's so interesting in our conversation. And I don't know if you're catching this or the listeners are, but how often you use the word focus oh. <laughs> in describing everything. Yeah. yeah, that it really is. Focus is about a focus and prioritizing yeah. and and staying on task. Any tips for that? Because for a lot of us, it doesn't come as easy and as natural. So what would be, and kind of like what you already shared there, the keeping priority, but is there one like a real tangible takeaway tip that you could give somebody that doesn't, that struggles with focus? How do you stay, like if you know you need to get something done and you have a limited time, how do you stay on task and not get distracted? I think that's kind of hard because it comes so natural for me. Um, but in situations where it doesn't come natural, um, you know, where I really need to work on, it's something that I have to do and I don't really want to, um, it's really just trying to make sure that I have that time management done. And it's also realizing that most of the time, if that's not something that I am driven towards, it's because I have to do it. So it's, I'm going to let someone else down if I don't get it done. Um, but it's a lot of just the mindset too. I'm going to try to put as much energy into this as I would into something that I really want to put my energy into. So it's a lot of mindset. Mm -hmm. And do you ever find that actually for you, that maybe it's harder 
to turn it off. Yes. When you're in a zone of something. (laughs) There's been many times where I'm like creating something for school or I'm doing, creating something for like my workouts and everything. And like, I just want to keep doing that, but then the time is up and I have to move on to something else, you know, like it's, it's hard. I mean, I, there are days where I could just stay at work all night long. So that's why it's good that I do have children now because it kind of stops that for me. Um, yeah, but yes, I do get into that. Yeah. Do you use your phone like a t- timer? Do you set a timer when you have a s- set time frame to work on something or how do you, yeah, you know, well, like it's, it's something at home? If I'm going to work on something for work at home, um, I'll try to either there's natural timers in my house. The kids will take a nap <laughs> and, wake up and I'm like, okay, now I need to be done. But there are times where I'm like, okay, I know I'm going to get sucked into this and I'll, I will use the timer on my phone and, you know, just try to manage it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's interesting how, like with the strengths, it's funny how different talents or themes or strengths can play, but the solutions are all the same because I don't have a lot of executing in my, like executing for me does not show up until number 10. Um, so I had to learn strategies to get things done. So I do the same thing. I set my phone, but it's more of like, okay, so that I don't get distracted easily (laughs) and I have to get this done. I set the timer and get done. But then a lot of times there are, if I'm doing the creative parts of my business, which I love, then it's, it could just take a life of its own. Right. So I love using the phone for that too. Yeah. Anything else, Lauren, that you would add on having focus and how you feel like it has helped you succeed in, in areas of your life or that you're glad you have focus. I am definitely glad that I have focus. Um, I think it, it makes me obviously makes me who I am, makes me where I am. Um, and I do hope for my kids that they'll see me in the same way that I saw my mom of like, she is going to get this done. She's going to achieve this. There's no roadblock that she can't get through. And I want, I hope that my kids will take that on. And I hope that they'll, they'll feel that way about their life and what they can achieve. Um, as long as they just know what path to stay on. Um, but yeah, I think that that's it. I, I, yeah, I like that part about me. (laughs) Yeah. It's a great, it's a great strength. And I will say strength for you because you have been able to really figure it out and use it. And you know, that you have that focus and that to set that example. And then for the next generation too, is really a beautiful thing. Cause of course I want my grandkids achieving big things too. So, <laughs> yes. yep. so, well, thank you, Lauren, for being here and talking about your focus theme and being such a great example of true focus and how you use it in your life. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right, that concludes this episode, and I hope you are enjoying this series and hearing how the Clifton Strengths themes and talents show up in real life humans and how they turn those themes and talents into their strengths or how they use them in their daily lives or how they're going to start using them in their daily life. And I also hope it inspires you to head over to Gallup and take your assessment today. As you know, I strongly encourage you to go for the full 34. And again, I don't make any money from this. Like I am not affiliated with Gallup, nor are they affiliated with me. I just highly believe in it and totally geek out on Strength Finders. 
but take the full assessment. And after you're done, post your top five and tag me in it. Or if you don't want to do that, just shoot me a DM or send me an email and let me know what your top five are. And if you're surprised by it, I'd love to hear from you. And thanks as always for being a listener to the Uncharted Entrepreneurs Podcast.